Things are getting cloudy for the Rays. Let's play ball. Welcome in, everybody, to Fantasy Pros. This is Leading Off. It is me, Joey P. Joe Pizapia. That, of course, is Dinger Dan Harris, and he earned his name last night by getting back on the board with my sloppy seconds of Fernando Tatis after the night I picked him. You picked him, and he went yard. Dinger Dan's got a smile on his face. He is back. Of course, none of us are ever going to capture... The one spot again, because Dr. Glenn is just in a different universe, but it doesn't matter. We've got a lot of baseball to break down today. Injuries, injuries, pitching, pitching, and some big discussions to be had. But Dan Harris, how does it feel to get off the schneid, my friend? Really good. Really good. <laughs> I, I won't lie. I don't care that I picked shock. Uh, it, what's funny, Joe, is, of course, again, we, we talk about the Discord and everybody's sort of uh, calling it out there, but I got text messages from like seven different friends was like dan congratulations you're back on the train i'm like oh so this is just like a thing now huh i mean it's the home run calls it's fun yes it was great and i forget it, it's really silly but the feeling when you nail a home run call it's like it's like the best feeling in fantasy so far so yes i'm very happy i'm ready to go for a second straight day as middle-aged men and, and dads, there's very little joy we have left. I mean, this is it. Like, you get a home run call, right? You're like, yes, good, all right, I'm going to sleep well tonight. Well, Tyler yeah. Glass now is not sleeping well, especially if he's sleeping on his elbow. We'll get to that. But let's do some ups first. Let's do positive. Uh, Taiwan Walker, who was our highlighted DFS pitcher yesterday. We talked about him against the Cubs. Career high, 12 strikeouts. He had 69 fan duel points. Guess the uh, roster percentage in the big tournament for Taiwan Walker. You want to guess? Take a guess. Go ahead. Take a guess. I hate when you make me guess. Uh, 15, 15%. Lower, Bob. Wow. 10. 10. 10 points. Wow. All right. 10.8, something like that. So if you listened here and you were playing, and, and I'll do you one better, I had a few shares, right? Uh, I had a Taiwan Walker lineup that did not cash. How uh, that happened? It had Jose Ramirez, it had Vlad Guerrero, it had all yeah. these good pieces that look good. Now, none of it works. So, see, you're a loser just like me when you play DFS. It's okay, everybody. Sometimes yeah. you win, sometimes you don't. But hopefully if you had Taiwan Walker, you won. Chances are you did okay. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. hit his 20th home run just for Dan Harris. That's beautiful. And Paul Goldschmidt, Goldie, getting the walk-off. Good night for Goldie. Let's hope this builds some confidence. That's the positives. But I want I want to start with Taiwan Walker here because last year in the 60-game season – there were some guys that made progress. Austin Riley, Jared Walsh, Taiwan Walker. And I think most of the fantasy community, especially the stat nerd community, wrote it off as the small sample size. And you know what? The the teams and, and everybody that went out and acquired those players this year in the offseason, both in real baseball and in fantasy, I think they're pretty happy because the real progress was made. I watched that Taiwan Walker start yesterday, start to finish. It was impeccable, and I think he has been one of the most important signings in Major League Baseball of any team this offseason. Your thoughts on Taiwan Walker finally emerging as, what I dare I say, an ace? Yeah, I, I mean, realistically, if you can put away any injury concerns, and again, those are present because sure. he has had a pretty injury, but where we are now, Joe, every pitcher is basically, you know, one one wrong step away from being out for the season, so... Yeah, I am definitely buying this. Again, I, I mentioned it Wednesdays. I've, I've said it before. This is when I do the trade chart. This is when I really hone in on my rest of season rankings. He is going to continue to move up. 
probably pretty significantly because there's not a lot to dislike about what he is doing. The strikeouts are there now, even mm-hmm. better than they have been in his career. His walk rate, pretty manageable, not maybe like the very beginning of his career when he was a real control pitcher. The best thing I like, Joe, again, is we are forced because of the legitimate situation here with the, you know, the sticky substance issue. And, you know, sticky, you had glass sticky. now. Sticky. Uh, speaking out about it yesterday, what I like to see right now is you see a lot of weird things kind of going on with it. Uh, his spin rate was fine. His spin rate, his velocity, fine yesterday. Looked as good as ever. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this is somebody who, again, I'm pretty excited about. And you mentioned all the time, Joe, where it's like feels like he it's like 150 years old, but it's just he came up when he was a baby. And so right. this is nice mm-hmm. to see him sort of learning to be more of a pitcher rather than just a thrower. And he came up in a bad this. organization in, yeah. in Seattle. I mean, that so much of it is talent and then so much of it is where you end up. And it's even more so in the NFL, but in Major League Baseball, it's the same. If you're an organization yeah. that doesn't know how to foster and breed good pitching, this is what happens sometimes to young guys, especially if it doesn't foster and breed the right attitude of a pitcher too. All right. So Cody Bellinger and the downs hit the IO with a hamstring strain. Uh, this is so frustrating. All these guys who come back and then they go right back to the IO with like leg issues after oblique issues or whatever they're having. Uh, Max Scherzer hit the IO with the groin inflammation. Uh, hopefully we'll send him some manscape stuff so he can make sure that he shaves it. Maybe that will bring down the groin, inflammation. groin inflammation, by the way, is a very, very uncomfortable injury to basically just talk about just because it sounds well, that's like why you need what? the crop exfoliant and the, uh, the there crop it is. reviver. There it, it is. It makes everything yeah. all, you know, tender and nice down there, Max. So <laughs> let's get Mad Max some crop stuff. Yeah. And lastly, of course, uh, Tyra Glass now partially torn UCL. Now, yeah. Okay, here, here you go. I'm going to set this up for you because this is a very important discussion. I, I saw somebody yesterday post, I've got Bieber and Glass now in Pineda. You know, my life is over. I Somebody tweeted at me yesterday. I think you were on that as well. If, okay, yeah. with Tyler Glass now in a, in a keeper dynasty, what do I do? I was like, you're not going to see him until 2023. And the guy said, what are you talking about? I said, look, realistically, only Tanaka in recent memory, maybe one other person yeah. did that whole rehab thing successfully. Now, here's the here's the issue we have with this realistically he's going to try the rehab thing and six weeks from now he'll probably end up having tommy john that's the realistic pathway which means that at best maybe you get you know four starts in september next year just to prove that he can come back that's not going to help you in a fantasy perspective he is potentially and most likely gone till 2023 welcome to major league baseball and then he came out and he had some choice words about well you changed the stuff on me mlb and that's why my elbow's now given out and you know what Maybe it's true. Maybe maybe that had something to do with his comfortability or maybe it was a mental thing or maybe he started gripping the ball harder because mentally he didn't think physically he had a good enough grip on the baseball. I saw last night, Dan Harris, yeah, something stunning. I watched Pedro Martinez, one of my favorite pitchers, if not my yep. favorite pitcher to ever live. He was on MLB Network and I happened to catch this thing that he did with the rosin bag. And I had made this joke the other day about why does nobody go to the rosin bag anymore, right? He's like, all you need is rosin bag and sweat. And he went over there and he used the rosin bag and he had like a little moisture and he was like, look, see, and he was doing this thing with his fingers. You could hear the fingers and how tacky they were compared to the other ones. And he said, that's all you need to do. It's the same thing. He said, it's all just mental what these guys are doing. He said, but the rosin bag and sweat and all my life, I mean, in 80s baseball, you would have thought the rosin bag was like an eight ball cocaine. They would they have that thing all over their arm. And you know what they would do? They would go to their arm because their forearms would sweat in the summertime and they would get that tackiness. That's what they would do. Right. And I just feel like. That's it. It's there for you. Let's stop making mountains out of molehills. Let's stop making excuses. You got hurt. I know it sucks, but that's my two cents. And I know it's like a bigger issue. So I want to kind of turn it over to you. That's my, you know, big rant about this whole glass now thing. What are your thoughts on this injury and the epidemic of pitching injuries? Again, 
that continue to get worse every year. I have a little trouble, just a little, not not a ton, but a little trouble with the we were allowed to cheat for the entire time. And suddenly you said we can't cheat and now I'm injured. And so screw MLB. I, I have a little trouble with that, with the understanding that, yes, pretty much everybody has been doing it for a long time. Um, I think that there are certain things like the fact that MLB has changed the baseball, like just like, OK, this is what we're doing with it now. This is what we're doing with it here. It did sound like at least for a point in time, it was a little harder to grip. So I understood the need for sort of something. But I, I do think the fact that everybody kind of, you know, not not to equate it to the steroids thing, but it was like everybody was doing it. So, you know, I'm just going to take what I can to get a little bit of an edge and then to take it away. People are freaking out a little bit. So whatever it is, I just I think this is nuts. I also think that MLB did not need to do this. I think they really could have just been like, look, we're going to cut down on spider tack or whatever it is, or maybe pine tar. But just, give them something then. Right. Let's compromise That's it. Fine. Or teach these guys. Look, guys, you know, in the 80s and 90s, the rosin bag with sweat would do enough. And I, and I can't, like, if Pedro, if it's good enough for Pedro freaking Martinez, then it's good enough for you. That's all, that's all I want to say to everybody. I'm sorry. Well, I know everybody's I, I do different, think, but come on. Well, Pedro's also maybe the greatest pitcher of all time, but regardless, is, I, but I you know, but Think about Pedro. Think about Pedro being undersized, Yeah. right? Can you imagine Pedro nowadays? People will be like, oh, that guy won't last eight yeah. innings, right? He also had like imagine the longest Pe fingers of, He's, of He does all have the longest, that, freakiest fingers yes, ever, and they do bend bizarre. in a weird direction. Correct. You're not wrong about that. Yeah. But but think about that. And but also he's a great pitcher. And he also made a great point too. He's like, he's like, Matt Harvey's still trying to be Matt Harvey. He's like, he needs to become a finesse pitcher and and change the change his yeah. routine, change his motion, uh, change his delivery and and halt and stop and do things like that. He needs to throw people off balance and start becoming a pitcher. And that's what Pedro did later in his career when he didn't have the fastball. And he still had some good years with the yeah. Mets later on. And then eventually he showed up with the Phillies too. Like I said, when the greats are telling you, yeah, you can do it. I'm sorry. Everybody should shut up and listen to it. Um, and and Carlos Rodon like then spouting off about, oh, okay, so now like we're going to get a 10-game ban, but the Astros didn't get anything who knowingly right. cheated. You know what? You're not wrong, but you're also getting a paid vacation because they're not taking money away from you. They're just banning you for 10 Well, days, you know, so. well, I didn't realize, by the way, just uh, I, they you have to play down a man. Did you know that? Like, you don't get to yeah. replace somebody on the roster. Because well, it's a least. starting pitcher. So they figure that you just skip a start. That's it's why. true. But you're down. You're down a, a spot that that is at least something. But I think the bottom line is this. I think it was Passon who said it. But I, I think somebody like put something out there that helps pitchers grip the ball that everybody can use. And that's mm -hmm. it. Like, right, right, even if it's more than the rosin bag, even if it's more, even if it's something I was like say they a, did, it's called the rosin Right, bag. <laughs> but even if you give them a little more or something, I don't really care so long as it helps them get a grip and that's all people can use. So, that's yeah, it's it. a dumb situation. But you, you do have to monitor now because it's very clearly it could cause more injuries and it could cause a downturn in performance. I am actually worried about Trevor Bauer. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, Trevor Bauer can make all his funny YouTube videos about it all too. Tim Jackson is a good point too. He's basically saying here in the Peanuts and Cracker Jacks, they probably should have waited till the off season. And you know what? You're right. Yeah, they should have. They should have waited till the off season to implement this and just sucked it up. But uh, and and yes, greater than zero did say Gooden and Strawberry probably went through a rosin bag, quote unquote, per game. Uh, <laughs> but yes, yeah. but look, it, it's the truth. And it's and there was a reason why those guys did it, because when you would see them, you know, and again, like I know, like I played the game, not everybody played the game, but, you know, you watch pitchers and you see them, they would load up, the, you know, first they load up the hand, but then they would always load up the arm. 
And the reason they load up the arm is because you get the sweat and the rosin and it makes a tacky substance, that combination of the moisture and the rosin. And it's just, look, there's things you can do. But most importantly, too, I think the bigger picture, and we're going to get to all the other things, but this is important because this is kind of affecting your fantasy landscape of these pitchers right now. It's also, I think, indicative of what we've come to, which is these kids who are pitching all year long as they're getting older and growing into their bodies, by the time they get to their mid-20s, their bodies give out. This is just a truism. And I've talked to sports medicine doctors. I've had Dr. Tommy John Jr., Tommy John's son, who was a ball player and now a sports medicine guy, on my show. I've had him on. He's a brilliant guest. And he talked about all year round pitching. He talked about these kids coming in with shoulders of 40 year old men when they're 16 years old. And he's like, it's just, it's crazy what he sees. And this is why you're getting it. You're, you're getting guys who are not playing all different sports. You're hyper specialization. They're playing all year round. They're pitching all year round. They're pitching for high school. They're pitching for travel. They're pitching for little league. And they all have rules except for the fact nobody's checking anybody's rules when they go play for some other team. This is an epidemic. It's a problem and it's affecting our game. And it's not the guys like the Scherzers of the world. Those guys are fine. It's this young crop of pitchers who you see like Giolito when he's 18 years old having Tommy John surgery. This is going to be the case until we change youth sports a little bit. It's going to continue to be like this. So that's that's all I can Joe, say. Joe, we are, we are 13 minutes into this show. And, and no we have baseball. not yet talked about what happened yesterday in this show. And yet we've done all baseball. Yeah, you Let's know what? Go. But, but Come this on. is it. But, but, but damn, no. this, is, this is it. No, it's this not. This is baseball right now. That this is baseball. I understand, Joe, but we, you know, when we get when we get on a news, you know, show, that's and okay. Stuff like I that, can do the injuries in one breath again. So, I, all right, let's get off the to injuries. the rest of it. All Come right, Luis Castillo was good last night. Seven shutout innings, seven. Yeah, that's Yay. what people want to hear about. about Patrick Castillo? Corbin stepping up when everybody's hurt. No Strasburg. No Max Scherzer, no problem. Patrick Corbin, 7Ks. Don't get too excited, kids. It was against the Pirates. Let's not go and pat ourselves on the back too much. Frankie Montas, 7 innings, 8Ks against the Angels. Ryan McMahon, 3 for 3. Uh, he's got 16 homers, having a nice season. Dallas Keuchel, yeah. 7 shutout innings. Kyle Gibson versus the Astros. Good again. He's just been a good... What a roto god he has been this year, Kyle Gibson. And Raphael Devers, who I continue to say is the only other guy I think you can put in that AL MVP category. Uh, another homer for him, uh, 224 of his 502 career hits have gone for extra bases. That is a great stat. Is that a you stat or a Mike Mayer stat? Well, if it's a great stat, you know, it's, it's a gotta be stat. Mike Mayer. It's well a done, Mike stat. Mayer. Shout out to Mayer on that one. <laughs> Trevor Rogers, six K's against the cards. His ERA is now under two. Yeah. Kim matched him though. Good start for him. One run. There's a pitcher's duel out there. Yeah. And Chris Flexen was flexing eight shutout innings against the twins. Who saw that coming? So yeah. uh, your thoughts on these good ones. Is, is it safe to go out and Luis Castillo again? I guess that's the question. Uh, I hesitate to say safe, but yeah, pretty much like, you know, 18 swinging strikes in this one. He looked much better. Now it's against the Brewers. We talk all the time about the Brewers. So, you know, take it with a little bit of a grain of salt, but he's starting to get things back under control. And look, it was a two start week for him um, this week for the, you know, most likely. So yeah, I'm sure people had to go out on a limb and start him and, they should now. And look, people ask me, and I, I don't know how you felt, Joe, but it was Castillo versus Blake Snell right before the start. It was Castillo versus Blake Snell. Wasn't that close to me anymore. Like, I felt pretty confident that it was Castillo at this point because there's at least something I can hang my hat on there. There's not that much different. Snell's all over the place. Can't find yeah, it. Yeah, but I mean, he, well, he's all over the place. He's bad, at, bad on the road and good at home. Yeah. 
I mean, he is. Again, you you put a little more stock into that than I do, but I understand you're you're right. But hey, seventy right. innings into the season, I'll put stock into it. I, I mean, I'm right? Like, I need 20, I need like I need like eight years. <laughs> you need like, you need like uh, three uh, seasons of it. Go, right, wow, okay. Luis, Luis Castillo uh, has been really just. You know, you've been watching him. Changeup is good. He's he's oddly enough, he's not approaching every game the same. Sometimes he relies more on the changeup, sometimes more in the fastball. But either way, I do think you can pretty much buy into it. Not where he was. I mean, coming into the season, he was probably a top 15 pitcher. He's not there or anything, but he definitely is uh moving up. Uh Frankie Montas, I, I watched this start. It was really, really impressive. When his splitter is on, it's really, really yep. good. Um, he, you know, he's he's never gonna be. I don't think he's going to get to that point where I thought he had actual potential to be, which is like, oh boy, this guy could be a dominant starter. Like we saw a couple of years ago before the PED suspension, like we saw somewhat last year, Joe, before the back injury, as you and I both talked about. I don't really know if we're going to get there, but man, when he is on, he throws a bowling ball up there. It was a great, it was an at bat against Otani, right? And who Mm -hmm. I think homered later in the game, but he threw him a splitter and he missed and they threw him a fastball and Otani took it and he tried to go upstairs and Otani took it. And the announcer just like, just go back to the splitter. Just he, he's going to, he thinks it's a fastball and he can't hit it. And he just went splitter, swung right over it, splitter, swung right over it. That splitter, if he leans into it more, which he should, it's just basically unhittable when he throws it right. So I'm, I'm excited about what I saw from Montas in particular. And if he can stay on this role, you know, his ERA now is down to 421. That's not like crazy, but where it was, that's really impressive. Oh, yeah. oh it's I like I like I like what I'm seeing. I'm buying this from Montas right now. You should. He might be the most important Oakland A in terms of their run. Yeah. You know, it, it like because if you look at the rest of the team, you know, Chapman will figure it out eventually, mm-hmm. I think. Olsen's been very solid. Lowry's been a good contributor. They're always going to find guys to contribute. It's Oakland. But if you look at the rotation, you know, with Bassett and Manaya being good, it's Montas. It's what do you get out of that guy in the third spot? It's if he's good, then you're going to win more games than you lose. And I know it sounds like a very simplistic way. Well, you got five pitchers, right? And if yep. three of them are good and the other two just give you a shot, you're going to have a good season. That's just the way Major League Baseball is. Uh, also, you know, something we didn't talk about, too, is, you know, the Rays are in first place. Now they don't have Tyler Glass now. Yes. Uh, I'm, from a wagering perspective, I mean, this was this was the gamble. They let go of Morton. They let go of Snell. Now they don't have Glass now at the top. He's the horse. Rich Hill's a five-inning pitcher um Yarborough all these guys I mean what they do is very clever but can they be clever and sustain this injury and still compete in that eastern division or is this the time where the worm turns and the Yankees and Red Sox start to smell blood in the water Dan I I tell you what is actually most interesting about it I mean it's it's a huge loss because he was really the one guy who went out there I'm looking for it now the guy that you stop the law like you go well we're gonna win today Tyler Glass is on the mound they don't yeah exactly and he was really the only guy uh who I'm looking for now sorry to see if I can find it but he was the only guy who would go out there and just be the horse right he was Mm -hmm. the guy who was allowed to go so I'm looking because at Shane McClanahan yesterday okay so he set a season high in pitches And he wasn't even that good yesterday. And again, he only threw five innings, but he threw 89 pitches. And that's kind of been a thing, right, where they don't like to let these other guys go because they want to, you know, bring in the bullpen and figure it out. Well, now you have your one horse, right? Your one guy who you basically like go out there, throw as many innings as you possibly can. We'll save our bullpen. You don't have that guy anymore. So are they going to let these are they going to let the race starters go a little longer, which by the way, could increase their value. We talk about it all the time, right? Joe, the guy, the people who tweet us, why don't they let rich Hill go more than, but maybe they will a little they might bit, not right? Have a choice now. I might not have a choice, and but that's I, not I good. 
<laughs> it depends. Well, it depends. It depends, right? Because they, you know how they they roll. They don't like you the third time through the order. But at the same time, maybe you'll get a, a few more innings out of these guys if they can avoid sort of the the falling off. But anyway, either way, I think the raised pitchers, the remaining raised pitchers, are their value is going to change. I'm not sure whether or not it gets better because they're going to be allowed to go longer or worse because they're going to stay in there for another turn through the rotation. But watch the rest of your raised starters and think about that going forward. All right. Uh, since I finally got her, I haven't done a good rant in a long time. So we were overdue. You were overdue for a home run. I was overdue for a rant. We were so overdue. to make up for time, shall I do all the injuries in one breath again? I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I don't 12. know. Go for it. All right. <clears throat> Ready? Here we go, boys and girls. The injuries from yesterday's games and yesterday's baseball. Tyler Glass now has a partially torn UCL. Cody Bellinger hit the IO with a hamstring strain. Bryce Harper left last night's game after tweaking something and swinging. Max Scherzer hits the IO with a groin. Chris Bryant left the game after getting hit by a pitch on the hand and he left and x-rays were negative. Tommy Edmond was scratched with torso tightness. Tucker Davison left with his forearm tightness. Kyle Tucker and Moncada both out with illnesses. Anthony Rendon missed yesterday's game with a strained tricep but will avoid the IL. Matthew Boyd hit the IL with a left arm discomfort. Nick Madrigal out for the year. Mitch Heinegger missed another game. Okay, Uh, Nick Madrigal out for the year. That's a bummer too because he was starting to make some progress with the bat a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I we we were joking. Uh, a buddy of mine texted me yesterday about the fact that it was like, man, the White Sox—they're just cursed. And I was like, yeah, they're gonna have to find somebody to make up for the the one home run for the year that they're not gonna get from Magical. Now, to be fair, he certainly hit for average. But yeah, look, I don't know. But kudos to them—they're still getting it done. And they—I don't know if they even feel an immediate need to make a trade because you know the Twins aren't threatening. I don't think the Indians are really for real. So they'll, they'll find a way. But yeah, they they really hit some bad luck here. You know who else finds a way? Manscaped. There That's right. Manscaped always finds a way. The Lawnmower 4.0 will always find a way into your heart. And hopefully it finds its way into your hands this Father's Day. Because if you go to manscaped.com and use that code leading off, you will get 20% off and free shipping with our code leading off. So easy to do. And plus, they've got that very special package for your package, the Ultra Smooth Package. That's right. It's got the Lawnmower 4.0. You got the Crop Exfoliator. You got the Crop Gel. You got the It's Time to Shave Crop Shaver. All the best in the business in terms of manscaping. So like I said, head over to manscaped.com. 20% off free shipping with the code leading off your balls. Well, thank you. Um, All right, before we get to uh, the DFS, shout out again. I I don't know. I I think we should just kick uh, Dr. Glenn out. I feel like that's, uh, you know, you just... He shouldn't be in the competition anymore. We just got to move him up. But no, Wonky Penguin uh, has now tied me at seven. Uh, Dinger Dan got his home run. So now Dr. Glenn's at nine. Wonky Penguin is tied with me at seven. Dinger Dan Harris at six. That's the leaderboard. Uh, yep. Let's get to, um, you know, if you've got some questions in the Peanuts and Cracker Jacks, you drop them in there. We'll try to get to them here because the DFS slate is not the biggest one tonight. There's some day games in there tonight. So the eight games tonight, you got Garrett Cole at 11K on FanDuel, 10.5 on uh, DK, going against the Blue Jays. Then he got Jacob DeGrom against the Cubs, first start after leaving a little early. Now, he is all the way at 12.2 on FanDuel and 11K. With the injury, this is a fade for me uh, on the top of the board. It, it pains me to say it. Uh, I There's actually somebody in a game later on we're going to talk about, I think might be a better investment than all these guys. But mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on Cole and DeGrom? I'm going to fade that 12K. I really am. It's just, That's a tough one, man. It is tough. Uh, I'm probably going to go with it, though. And the reason is because 
even if he leaves early, unless he leaves within the first three innings against the Cubs, man, I mean, you could be looking at five innings, 12 or 13 strikeouts at that point, right? right. I, I I have no, I'm not arguing against fading. No, it, it's what not. you can do around that. Like, And as yeah. a perfect example, like last night, I got that performance out of Taiwan Walker, yep. but because baseball is a game of yep. failure with 70% failure rate for the good hitters. Yeah. If they just, if nobody hits a home run in that you're you only got that one pitcher. If he doesn't get the win too, it all of a sudden, sure. what kind of offense can you put around that? I actually think it's more doable on DK. If you want to roll with that. Where you yeah. I think that that's, I think guys. that that's fair. I think that's fair. I also, I mean, you're, you're great at this. I, this isn't as much on Fanduel. Like there always are cheap guys that you can find and there still are, but it, there's not as many right now as I look around that I'm like, ooh, because there are some pretty decent pitchers going today. So it is a little tougher than usual to go with a really, really high-priced pitcher, in my opinion anyway, on FanDuel especially, given the fact that there's risk involved. If there were no risk, it's it just easy with the ground for me. But I understand fading him. I'm probably not, but I, I completely understand it. And I think Cole is a – even against the Blue Jays, even with the sticky stuff situation, I think Cole is a fine option as well. Aaron Savali's at 9K and 8.9 on both sides. Ian Anderson's 8K on FanDuel, but he is just 7.5 on DK. I like him on DK as a secondary yeah. arm. Same with Desclafani. It's 7K against the Arizona Diamondbacks, who I don't know if they realize they're still playing baseball. No one's told them <laughs> it is a bad scene. They're going to break a record here uh, for losses on the road. It's the last crazy. night. I mean, just uh, it's all the worst. Ugly. They had it. Dude, yeah. I was on ITL with Bogman yesterday, and, uh, uh, you know, he's a Red Diamondbacks fan. It was, yes. Between this and the glass now thing, it was just it was it was quite a bitch fest. Let me tell you, it yeah. was pretty amazing. We had a good time. Uh, the stacks of the day, I like Houston, New York, and Atlanta. Those are the offenses. And I would go back to that Minnesota-Seattle well. Again, there's some value there. But it's the pick a side game. It's the uh, it's the four outcome. I you're already shaking your head, but I know what it is. I know what it is, and it's, it's Zach yeah. Wheeler. Oh. It's Zach Wheeler. No Bellinger in this lineup. Yep. Zach Wheeler's at ten point eight. He's just nine point six on DK against Clayton Kershaw, who's ten two and ten K. I know it's on the road. I know it's the Phillies. I know it's the Dodgers. I get it. I think Zach Wheeler is a fascinating play tonight in your cash game and tournaments. I think you could play him in both. Uh, especially at nine, six. I mean, come on, man. That is, that yeah. is a gift. You got to take I, that shot. I, it's at that price on DK. It's very hard to get away from it. I, he's incredible. He is absolutely incredible. There is are no concerns whatsoever about him, but again, you've got, he's going up against Kershaw and, you know, against a, I'm sure Harper will be out with the back. So you've got a really weakened Phillies lineup here. I don't know, man. It's just, it's really tough for me to go near this game, but on DK in particular, at the very least, you're, you are right that the price on Wheeler is just too too tempting to ignore. You got to take a shot on it. If you want to yeah. go the other way in a lineup and have Kershaw just to cover yourself, that's fine too. Yeah. Uh, here's some questions before we get to the lineup build is uh, meniscus twistus. Uh, how confident <laughs> are you in Cole against the Blue Jays? Uh, my, mostly confident. I mean, I'm starting him in my yeah. season long, but... I don't know if it's worth the investment in that ballpark and all the stuff going on. I, I think, you know, it's not necessary tonight. That's my feeling. And then Jordan's got one here for you. Uh, Matt Manning, who is going to be making his debut for the Tigers on Thursday. Uh, is he worth a pickup to you and a, and a start at that? Uh, I'm not starting him. Uh, that's for sure. I guess you're going to pick him up, but you're basically trying to ignore the 807 ERA that he has right now in AAA and just basically being like, OK, let's see what happens. So he's he's fine for a pickup, but I, I wouldn't start him right away. 
just 807 that's it 807 he is at he is at a very rough i know tuma this is where i wish tuma was on the show because tuma would probably talk for six years about that Matt well Madden, and hey, speaking of uh speaking of prospects jesus sanchez also uh yes. getting called up yep. again this is kind of his moment look I, to me if you have him in dynasty this is the point where you could sell him off because his stats in triple a have been great if yep. you don't believe in him or you're just frustrated at this point, he's been in two organizations now. Maybe you just move on. The value is never going to be higher. Maybe he's a quad A player. Maybe he's better than that. Maybe he has a good first week or two. We shall see. But this is kind of, I think, the you know what or get off the pot moment for yeah. him. Uh, let's move on to the lineup builders. Iser, Kiner, Falefa on FanDuel, 2-8. Austin Riley, 2-8, hitting cleanup. What? Dominic Smith, who had some good at-bats last night, even though that first one wasn't good. Later on, he did have some yeah. good ones in some big spots. I like that. Uh, 2.7. Miguel Andahar, 2.5. He's been swinging a bat, too. Uh, Ty France, 2.8 on DK. Verdugo, 3.8 on Duque. Andahar, also cheap on DraftKings, as well as FanDuel. 3.1 for him and 3.9 for Brantley. Not a lot of value on DK tonight. So you're going to, it's why I kind of look at Wheeler, Descalfani or Wheeler Anderson is kind of the way to go, which brings us to that time again. It's time to call our shot. I'm going to go with Jordan Alvarez tonight uh, in Houston. Let's hope that the big boy can get me back on the board because now I am the cold one here. Whereas red hot Dan Harris, where are you going for your uh, dinger this evening, my friend? Uh, You guys should know that what I do is I peruse the slate. I look around, I come up with my home run call, I go on to the show sheet, I go to put mine in, and I'm like, what's the chances that Joe has taken this guy? The chances today, I put it at 90%. I was correct. Alvarez was my guy. I can go with the same guy, I know, but I don't like to do that. Let's go with another one. So I'm going to Stanton uh, against Stripling. He's, you know, he's two for five with a bomb in his career. Obviously, the wind is blowing out a little bit. I think the Yankees are going to have a nice game here against Stripling, who, by the way, I do like generally as a pitcher this year, and he's got two-start week next week, so I wouldn't be too uh, worried if he gets bombed, but I do think Stanton's going yard tonight. That's my call. And Dan, if I were somebody that wanted to get involved in the home run calls and in that contest, what would I do? Um, I might go to fansbros.com slash chat. And by the way, okay. I love it because people come in and they're they're very funny. There is a, I'll just make it clear because I know people are like, where do I go? What do I do? How do I get my home run call? There is a channel in Discord home run calls that's where they are that's where they are made under the mlb grouping so you, you go right good. there it's it's always popping and again the, the thing that i love about it is when tatis went yard everybody celebrates like it's a big thing like it's a, it's a huge thing in there so again fancypros.com slash chat all right and don't forget too about that show otani baseball thanks to our friends at pristineauction.com go to fantasypros.com slash mlb contest and all you got to do is drop that review in Apple Podcasts or CastBox. You screenshot it. You upload it to fantasypros.com slash MLB contest. And you're entered to win the Otani ball and anything else we want to send your way. Uh, yeah. And join us in the Discord chat. I've it, It's been a very busy two days for me with podcasts, as Dan knows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, oh, and, yeah. And some uh, NFL content for the site. So I will be back in Discord today and uh, there to chat and continue to rant about things. But uh, look, all I can say is yesterday we made a comment. And by we, I mean me, about uh, offense is going to start to carry your teams. Take heart with that. Look Mm -hmm. for strikeouts. Look for, you know, I know it's going to sound crazy. Alec Mills looked really good in that start, and they took him out way too early. Those kind of pitchers might be the guys to get you by in leagues until some of this stuff kind of straightens itself out with the injuries. That's all I've got. Any other parting shots for you, Dan Harris? No, man, you hit it. Uh, It's going to be weird. Just be prepared to see some 
some changes, some more offense, some more injuries from pitchers, and roll with the punches, man. Ch-ch-changes, turn and face the strange changes. You know what? It's not bad. It's not bad. Time may change us, Dan Harris, but we can't change time. So that'll do it for us, but the story of the game goes on. For Dinger Dan Harris, I'm David Bowie. We'll see you next time, kids.